Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go as we love, laugh, and let it go together. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I am so sorry that there was no episode last week. I do like to try to warn you when that's going to happen, but uh, there was a change of plans. So I had to go to Indianapolis for work last week, and I was scheduled to take the last flight out Wednesday night. So plenty of time on Tuesday to record an episode. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I really like have full intentions of recording this on a weekend or on a Monday. So I'm not saving it for last minute, but I think that's probably happened four times in the history of this podcast, maybe less. Um, so anyway, supposed to go to Indianapolis and We're looking at the weather at work and realizing they are getting a huge snowstorm and it's unlikely that my Wednesday night flight is going to get in. So I switched my flight to early, early Wednesday morning. And this is Tuesday, mind you. So I had to get a bunch of stuff done at work because I had planned on working on Wednesday in the office before leaving. And then I had to come home and pack, which meant I had to do laundry and find everything and I was just exhausted, to be completely honest, and so there was no episode. Uh, But anyway, that brings us to, you know, the short little recap that I do. Uh, What have you missed? So uh, I went to Indianapolis. They got a big, giant snowstorm. Uh, So joke's on me. I don't get to uh, not experience snow for an entire year yet. Um, I was really looking forward to that, too. I'm not going to lie. But (laughs) whatever got snow is what it is. Um, and then other than that, it's been honestly kind of boring. Um, I think since my last episode, I did have another little bumble date with a friend, the same friend that I had met previously at the dog bar. We went out again, so that was exciting. Um, making friends as an adult, I stand by it. It is so hard. Um, but we're getting there. And then, uh, it's kind of been like, cold in Florida since, um, the last episode. So I haven't really gone outside. It was warm when I was gone, which really kind of made me mad because as soon as I landed and then got in my boyfriend's truck to come home, um, the rain started. So that was sad. And speaking of sad, I feel like my seasonal depression is starting to come back because I haven't seen sunshine in two weeks. First world problems, clearly. Um, but anyway, I will stop rambling about the past two weeks because it really hasn't been that interesting. Hopefully, this coming week will be interesting. Um, I hope so. Anyway, this week's episode is going to be all about people-pleasing. And, you know, for those of us who have perfectionist tendencies, I also feel like we struggle with people-pleasing. And even though I try very, very hard to convince myself that I am a recovering people pleaser. At the root of it, I'm still a people pleaser, and maybe that rings true for you. Anyway, as I was doing research, I came across this article. 
It was called 10 Signs You're a People Pleaser. It was published on Psychology Today by Amy Morin back in August of 2017. Um, So we're going to go down through the 10 signs, and then I will break them down a little bit. Well, some of them. So one, you pretend to agree with everyone. Two, you feel responsible for how other people feel. Three, you apologize often. Four, you feel burdened by the things you have to do. Five, you can't say no. Six, you feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. Seven, you act like the people around you. Eight, you need praise to feel good. Nine, you go to great lengths to avoid conflict. Ten, you don't admit when your feelings are hurt. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have already recorded this episode once. I recorded nonstop for like 18 minutes, which again, if you listen to this podcast in any length, uh, you know that most of my podcast episodes are between like 12 minutes and 20 minutes. So had a full episode. I hated it. I rambled way too much. I contradicted myself and it was not a quality content episode. So we're going to try again and hopefully this is going to make more sense. So let's break this list down. One, you pretend to agree with everyone. I feel like I am better at this. I feel like I am more willing to speak up rather than just agree. So if I disagree, I'm going to speak up. And I think that's because I've been burned too many times by not speaking up when I disagree with something. Uh, I don't think that this is a skill that I worked on. I don't think that this is a skill that I spent any amount of time like being self-aware to other than like realizing I was burned when I just pretended to agree with everyone. Maybe you do this, maybe you don't, but it's good and healthy to speak up when you don't agree. Moving on. You feel responsible for how other people feel. Again, for me personally, I feel like I'm working on this. Yes, I do still feel responsible for how other people feel sometimes. But I've also come to the realization that other people's feelings are not my responsibility. And I can't make you feel some sort of way. I mean, I can be mean to you and then your feelings can be hurt. But in terms of like my actions on a day-to-day basis, like how you feel is on you ultimately. And there can be a dialogue, like if somebody hurts your feelings, you can certainly speak up, but other people are not responsible for how you feel and you are not responsible for how other people feel. Just recognize that your behavior can influence others. Moving on. You apologize often. This one. This is so important and I have a tip for you if this is something that you do. I've read it on the internet. I've tried to practice it so many times. So women especially apologize far too much. Like, I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for that. Things we should never be sorry for. And I have tried to start flipping the switch a little bit. And, or flipping the script, I think is what it is. And rather than apologizing saying thank you or being grateful. So for example, 
Let's say you take longer than expected to do something. Rather than saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry it took so long, say, thank you for being patient with me. And yeah, I mean, I guess you could view that as an apology, but instead of saying sorry, you're thanking them for being patient. So you're acknowledging that you may have inconvenienced them, but you're not saying you're sorry because honestly, if something took you longer than it was supposed to, there might be a good reason for it and you don't need to be sorry for it. Just an example. Four, you feel burdened by the things you have to do. Okay, can I just ask a question here? Like, are there people in this world who actually don't feel burdened by the things that they have to do? Because when I read this one, I was like, wait, yeah, I mean, I do feel burdened by the things that I have to do, but like, doesn't everybody? But the fact that it's on this list suggests to me that there are people out there that don't feel burdened by the things that they have to do. So that kind of blows my mind. Uh, I don't have any tips for that. Five. You can't say no. Well, I don't know. I mean, you can always say no. But when you're a people pleaser, saying no is really hard. And then you can stretch yourself really thin. So again, I'm not a master at this, but I have started to look at my life and be like, okay, can I realistically do this? Am I realistically going to be helpful in this situation? And if the answer is no in my head, then the answer is no to that person as well. Um, and sometimes I'll offer an explanation and sometimes I'll just say, no, I can't. I'm sorry. Which again, I guess I'm now apologizing for not being able to. Anyway, you get it. Hopefully. Six, you feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. hundred percent. I don't like when people are angry with me. I don't like when people are upset with me. And, you know, I think it's important. And this article even says it just because someone is mad doesn't necessarily mean you did anything wrong. But if you can't stand the thought of someone being displeased with you, you'll be more likely to compromise your values. That's what it says in this article. And that's so true. So I think it is important to realize that somebody might be angry at you for something that you have no control over. And you can't help that, but you need to stay true to yourself, especially in that situation. Seven. You act like the people around you. So this was really interesting. I had read a different article as I was getting ready for tonight's podcast or this morning's podcast or whenever you're listening to this. And it was about how people pleasers at restaurants will sometimes like order food in accordance to what other people at the table are ordering. So if the people you're with are ordering a little bit of food, you will also order a little bit of food. Or if they're ordering a lot of food, you will also order a lot of food. Or like if they stop eating, you also stop eating because you don't want them to feel bad or you don't want them to feel like you're judging them, even though like they may or may not feel that way at all. Like you kind of adapt to what they're doing to avoid making anybody feel weird. And until I read that, I hadn't even really given it a second thought, but I definitely do that at restaurants. So if this is something that you think maybe you do, like just be aware of it at restaurants. Like if you want to eat a full pizza, eat a full pizza and don't explain yourself. Or if you want to order a salad and everybody else is ordering cheeseburgers, order a salad and enjoy it. Like get what you want, eat what you want and be happy because you're at a restaurant and other people are cooking for you and bringing you food. Thank God. (laughs) 
And you're hopefully with people that you want to spend time with. So anyway, moving on. Eight, you need praise to feel good. Um, I think most people like validation from time to time, but I don't necessarily think that, you know, I personally need praise all the time to feel good. But I also think that if I wasn't getting praise sometimes, that I would be sad. So take that for what it is. You go to great lengths to avoid conflict. Okay, again, I'll read what the article says. It's one thing to not want to start conflict, but avoiding conflict at all costs means that you'll struggle to stand up for the things and the people you really believe in. And when I read that, it was kind of like a gut punch because this, I think, kind of goes back to not wanting people to be angry at you. And I hate conflict. Like, I tell people this all the time. I talk about it in therapy a lot. Hate conflict. Will do anything in my power to avoid it. But have also been told by those closest to me that when I avoid conflict and sometimes, like, don't stand up for them, that it's like, what the heck, Lindsay? Like, why aren't you doing that? And I'm like, I'm really sorry. I just really hate conflict. And it just really, like, it makes me sweat in funny places. And I just shut down. And I'm, ah, So, again, like, I don't have any great tips for overcoming this, but I think having a good self-awareness that you do it is a good starting place because once you have self-awareness that you do it, then you can work on starting to change it. So, I don't think, well, I had self-awareness, right, because I know I hate conflict. It's now been brought to my attention by people I care about that sometimes my conflict avoidance impacts, you know my relationships and friendships and all that around me because I'm not speaking up when maybe I should. And now I can work on it. So let's work on it together. (laughs) And 10, you don't admit when your feelings are hurt. And I think 10 can actually kind of tie back to, you know, that first and second one, you pretend to agree with everyone and you feel responsible for how other people feel because, you know, you might not share when your feelings are hurt because you don't want other people to feel bad or you don't want to like come off as being disagreeable. Uh, But this article says you can't form authentic relationships with people unless you're willing to speak up sometimes and say that your feelings are hurt. Denying that you're angry, sad, embarrassed, or disappointed, even when you're emotionally wounded, keeps a relationship superficial. And again, like I feel like in my lifetime, I have had a lot of superficial relationships or friendships or whatever because I personally don't want to speak up and say, hey, like, that really hurt my feelings when you said that. And again, like, I have a self-awareness of it now, so I'm better at practicing it. But part of the reason that I wanted to read down through this list of things is if you are a people pleaser and you maybe are aware of some of this stuff, but maybe not aware of all of it, or maybe truly you're not aware of any of it. Hopefully now, like, you have a self-awareness of where these people-pleasing qualities come from and, like, oh, that's actually a people-pleasing quality or, oh, yeah, I definitely do that. Maybe I should try to change that. Um, This article closes with how to break free from people-pleasing, and I'll share that with you. Uh, While it's important to impress your boss and show that you can be agreeable, being subservient could backfire. You'll never reach your greatest potential if you're trying to be all things to all people. Start getting out of the people-pleasing habit by saying no to something small. Express your opinion about something simple or take a stand for something you believe in. 
Each step you take will help you gain more confidence in your ability to be yourself. If you're really struggling to let go of these habits, seek help. A therapist can help you build the mental strength you need to create the kind of life you want to live. And again, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know how much of a therapy advocate I am. I've been going to therapy since 2019. I love it. I found it to be super helpful. I will continue to go. I have an appointment the night that this podcast releases. Um, I go like every two weeks. So, you know, it is a process. And like, you know, this says, you know, start small. So there's a list of 10 here. Maybe you do all 10. Maybe you do seven. Maybe you do three. But start to focus on one and try to overcome that and then move on to something else or focus on two if you can do that and then move on. Like small steps. This doesn't have to be like one big giant leap. Okay, all of a sudden I'm not a people pleaser anymore. That life is behind me. No, that is not how change usually happens. Change happens by taking baby steps. And then over time you see results. And that is super rewarding, but can be super frustrating along the way. And you're not alone. There are so many people in this world who are people pleasers. Um, Again, like I love social media for like inspiration sometimes. This week I saw a graphic and it was this big giant rectangle. And then in the rectangle, there was another rectangle. And then in that rectangle, there was another rectangle. And the big giant rectangle was like all the people in this world who you want to, who you want to please. Like literally everybody, right? People pleasers want to please everybody. There's not one person on this planet who people pleasers don't want to please. Even the people that we don't like, we still want them to like us. It's a weird thing. And then there's a smaller square and it's like, you know the people in this world who you actually can please. So it's very, very small. It's probably like maybe one sixteenth of the graphic, small. And then an even smaller piece that said something along the lines of people in this world who you should focus on pleasing. Very small, like very small corner of this graphic with a little asterisk that said, including yourself. And I will preach over and over again that you are the most important person in your life. You really need to worry about your own happiness before anybody else's happiness. And that is hard. And, you know, it feels selfish, but it is so important. And before I close this episode, I just want to, you know, state some irony here. Uh, If you recall back to the beginning of this episode, I started with an apology and I just, I think that that's funny Um, because this episode is all about people pleasing and flipping the script a little bit. So I take back my apology. I am not sorry that there wasn't an episode last week, but I thank you for continuing to tune in to this podcast, even when I'm not completely consistent. So thank you because you're amazing and this podcast would be nothing without you listening. So thank you so much. So with all of that, I'm going to leave you with what I always leave you with. And that is, girl, I love you. I believe in you. And you are so worthy of living a life that you are ridiculously happy with. So put yourself first. Realize there is no way on this planet that you are going to please everybody and start letting those people pleasing tendencies go. And as you do that, See the ripple effect that it has in your life, because I can 
almost promise you that you will start feeling so much more authentically you and the relationships that you have and the friendships that you have will just be so much deeper and so much better because the people who are meant to be in your life will be there. And uh, it is the greatest gift that I think you can give yourself. So just be you. That's the best thing in this entire world. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on Instagram and tag me at love laugh Lynn's so we can connect until next time. Keep loving, laughing and letting it go. 